Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. Thanks for joining us here on a Thursday as we get ready for Nebraska and Georgia Southern just a few days ago, days away. Uh, NFL starts tonight, uh, so that should be fun with the Bills and Rams. I can't think of really more of an intriguing matchup to open up the NFL season. Uh, but maybe most importantly, Nebraska Volleyball gets the huge win over Creighton last night. 15,797 fans from either Nebraska and Creighton. We'll just be proud of the state as a whole uh, to watch that game last night in Omaha. Uh, Rico, you're one of them. I don't know if you count toward that uh, I don't think media me- I don't think media counts. I don't think Lindsay so. Count us. If they did, there was more. I was surprised. <laughs> they do count them toward – I don't think they – I don't know if they count toward attendance, but they do count toward capacity. Oh, well, that sucks. Yeah, but I'm not sure. You might count it toward attendance. I hope so. <laughs> I want to be part of the record. I was there. I have pictures. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. You have proof that you were there. Yeah. Uh, and what a performance it was. And, what? And you know, it, it can't really get any better than going down to the fifth set. Uh, were you nervous a little bit there for Nebraska at times? Though? I mean, crazy. I am impartial. I am That's impartial. right. You're impartial. I was not nervous for Nebraska. I was not nervous for Creighton. That's right. My heart was just beating You're faster. There is the media member. My heart was just beating faster in the third and the fourth set when the Huskers had a chance to close it out in the third set and couldn't get it done. I mean, look, the first set, all Nebraska. The Nebraska owned the first set. Uh, Norris Sis, Creighton's All-American outside hitter uh, from uh, Papillion, I believe. I think that's where she's from. Um, her and Lindsey Krause are like best friends. If, mm. In case if you were watching it on FS1 before they made the egregious mistake in switching it over to S- FS2, <laughs> right. which apparently nobody has. Like I don't think FS2 actually. Do you exists. have FS2? I don't think so. I don't think I've. I remember there being an FS2, and I don't think I've seen it in years. No, I think FS2 is fake, and and Fox Sports <laughs> was just like, we'll just pretend to move it over here. And, yeah, and was we'll it for a baseball game? Right? Yeah, it was for it was for a baseball game between two sub five hundred teams. Yeah. So Major League Baseball, but yeah. Stupid. Yeah. How dare you, Fox Sports? Um, but if you were watching it on there, they only mentioned it about fifty million times that Norris and Lindsey Krause are your best friends. <laughs> um but Norris was pretty much a non factor in the first set. Uh and she started, you know, getting her legs under her towards the towards the middle of the match and, and you know, the fourth set she really kind of put it on Nebraska. But the first set was all Nebraska, the second set was kind of back and forth, and then the third set was the third and fourth set were Creighton. Like, Cre- Creighton owned the third and fourth set. I I know Nebraska made it more interesting in the third set and had a chance to put it away, and, and Creighton scored, I believe, two or three unanswered points to, to salt that away and, and to win the third set. But then the fourth set, there were no lead changes. There were no ties. Creighton jumped out to a lead and kept it the entire time in Nebraska. You could kind of tell on their faces and just the way that they were moving that the fourth set was almost a lost cause. I'm not saying that they weren't fighting because obviously they were fighting their competitors, but at the same time, it was like, okay, like we're going to keep, you know, trying to score, trying to do this, but this fourth set, this, this is Creighton's set and they're going to take this. We're going to move on to a fourth, the fifth set. We're going to reboot. We're going to reset and we're going to, we're going to take it to the blue Jays. And that's exactly what 
Nebraska and John Cook did with uh, Lindsey Krause kind of exploding in the fifth set. John Cook saying, uh, you know, he, he wishes she would have done that earlier, but she got a lot more aggressive in, in the fifth set and kind of helped Nebraska put it away. Hayden Kubik, who wasn't expecting to play the uh, star freshman from Iowa, Maddie Kubik's younger sister, um, kind of went into this match not expecting to play, but Allie Batenhorst uh, ended up injuring her ab again during warmups. So Hayden Kubik gets in and put up some good defensive efforts. And again, her in the fifth set, her and Lindsey Krause in the fifth set, uh, kind of put it away for the Huskers. But the star of the match, the entire match, was Whitney Lowenstein, who finished with 25 kills, uh, the same as, as Michaela Fecky did in 2018 in, in a fantastic match. But she did it on five less swings. Oh. She hit around three. She hit a little bit over 300, which is fantastic. And um, now John Cook just wants her to, you know, this is, this might have been her coming out party. And now he wants her to just, you know, show consistency and show this on a, on a daily basis. But the way that the crowd was reacting to the way that the crowd was reacting to both teams efforts in the in the entire match was amazing to see. It didn't matter if you were a Husker fan or a Creighton fan. When you were seeing some of the defensive effort and just some of the high, just just the high level volleyball being played the the roof of the CHI Health Center seemed as if it was going to explode. Like people were getting excited for every little thing and it was amazing to see and amazing to hear. I mean they had me right next to the band so my right ear was kind of deaf. Yeah. <laughs> but but it was a, it was fantastic and I tweeted it out and I've said it multiple times. I have a new level of respect for those back row players. Oh yeah. Because watching from that angle, you know, from from in uh in the bob they have the media up in the corner and we're up high and we get to see everything from up there. But down court level, like back behind everything in that corner that I was in, kind of like by myself, they had all the other media members for Nebraska, for Lincoln, like on the left side, close to the middle, and I was all by my lonesome. Why were you all the way out? I don't know. I was all the way out on the right side by myself in the, the last seat on the right <laughs> side of the tables. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. But sitting at that angle, it gave me a new respect because the ball coming off of some of those attackers is is moving at an ungodly speed. And the reaction time from the players, Lexi Rodriguez, Kenzie Knuckles, uh, Nicklin Hames, Ani Evans, just just Maddie Kubik back there as well, just going and reacting to the ball and being able to to dig it or or you know just get an arm out and and just save it, like it's it's crazy. And I don't understand how somebody can react that fast and still hit a ball in a way that your setter can still you know have a chance to set somebody up for for a kill like it's yeah it's crazy i, I don't understand it yeah it's, i mean it's it's high level athletics i mean that's got that's kind of what you see uh when you get close to it is is you're just amazed almost anytime you go down field level with these guys or, or gals um and uh yeah i mean I, I you know some of those rallies to how they how they get to some of those balls i can agree with you there uh so nebraska was the first actually the, those first two uh matches that they lost all year right i mean they hadn't been they've been sweeping everybody yep it was the it was the first well the first time they were pushed to a fourth first time pitched push to a fifth set uh this season they they move on to six and oh but it to me at least and i'm and i'm i don't want to speak for john cook or any of the players but to me at least this was good for them to face this kind of adversity early on in the season because you know you're going to get that in the big 10 you know you're going to get that from your penn state your minnesota's your you know defending national champion wisconsin ohio state you know all of the teams in the big 10 play high level volleyball so you're going to get that 
in the Big Ten, but to get that before you start your conference schedule, before you have to play a Long Beach State coached by a former assistant, before you have to go to Lexington and, and, and play Kentucky, who won the national championship two years ago, to get pushed in-state um, by this Creighton team just down the road is something that will help this Nebraska team. Hopefully you'll see this help this Nebraska team if they get pushed to another, you know, four sets, five sets. I mean, they're not going to sweep everybody. That's just, right. you know, that's not going to happen. But if they get pushed to another fifth set, they've been through it against a top top 20 opponent. They know how to react. And as as Whitney Lonstein and Lindsey Krause said, and, and John Cook said in the postgame, when they went to that fifth set, after that fourth set where they, they couldn't do really much of anything, the coaches didn't say much. The players did all of the talking in the huddle before that fifth set. John Cook just said, you know, they've worked on it before, and he's like, look, we, we just got to reset. We just got to reboot. You know, that happened. Let's forget about it, and let's go out and, and do what we know how to do. And Winnie Lowenstein, like she said, um, who's going to get a fire lit under their butt? How are we going to how are we gonna react to this? How are we going to go out here and, you know, show Creighton that we want it more because as she said, as Lindsey Krause said, in that fourth set, you could tell Creighton just wanted it more. So Nebraska had to go out in the fifth set and show they wanted it, and that's exactly what they did. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of interesting, too. I mean, obviously, if Nebraska loses, uh, it's not the end of the world, but I, I think, you know, John Cook's had some un, uh, an undefeated team at least the first time he stepped in. I think he's got two. I'd have to look it up. Um, but uh, that's kind of the expectations as opposed to last year. This year is uh, a very limited, maybe one or two losses. We'll say, I mean, if it gets beyond that, I don't think you worry too much as a team that, you know, it's like one of those, uh, it's like Coach Izzo's teams in March. Like, once the tournament comes around, you don't want to match up with a John Cook team if you're outside of Nebraska. So, um, I'm not saying to be overly worried about it, but at the same time, I just think there's kind of an expectation of, you know, less than three or four losses this year. And that's going to be <laughs> difficult to do in the Big Ten. Um, and uh, they, they'll get a chance to go back at it. Long Beach State, like you said, will be Saturday. And then then you you don't have any breaks. And you have Stanford and Kentucky uh, coming up next after that top 25 teams before you get into Big Ten play, which obviously is loaded with top 25 teams. So maybe I'm speaking out, out of line there, but I, I know John Cook's been undefeated before. Um, and, and when you have a preseason number one team, I know they dropped a number two, um, it, you know they've they've had championship teams with one two losses. I mean that that's that feels like what type of team this this could be. But who knows? Maybe the Big Ten's just going to eat each other alive. Hey, if they lose, they lose. If they win, they you know they're going to win. Yeah, uh, if they yeah. lose, they lose. They're not going to lose too many matches. Um, we'll see. It's it's still a young team. People people need to realize that this team is still they have some veterans at some key positions, but for the most part, this is a very young team, and some of these. Some of these girls are, are getting their first taste of this 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 high level action, um, but it's going to be really interesting, and they're going to be really fun to watch this season, yeah. especially running the six two with the amount of outside hitters that they have, the amount of the amount of pin hitters that they have. Um, you're going to see a lot of people with with a decent amount of kills. Um, Whitney, I, like I just can't get over it. Whitney Lonstein was just on another planet last night. She was doing everything and it seemed for a while that she could not miss it didn't it you know she had her errors she she may have gotten blocked or you know uh um had some miss hits but for the most part it just seemed like she was just different out there like she she was just better than everybody else i like this off the text line hulu live has fs2 but that was 
uh, they, they didn't. Li- Willie says that off the text. They didn't like to to switch. So um, <laughs> at least at least Hulu. If you're looking for FS2, maybe Hulu's your your choice there. Somebody else pointing out its channel six eighteen on Directv, so you can find it. It just I mean, be a I little guess. bit hard to find. Uh, it shouldn't have moved. It should not. I, I understand. Well, I don't understand. I don't know if there's contractual obligations between MLB and Fox Sports. I'm sure there is. But you had a record crowd. I'm sure you had a ton of people watching. And you've seen this before with other with other situations, other sports, where the game starting after, if the first game or whatever is running long, they'll have the second game start and be on a different on channel. On FS2, right. Yeah, yeah, or Fox Sports Business, yeah. for, for example. And then they'll move it over to Fox Sports FS1 when it's time for them to start. Maybe you won't get the post-game presser or, or any of the post-game coverage after the first you know, uh, sport whatever game match is done. But at least you'll be able to see it because I believe it was in the fourth set or it might have been in the th- like towards the end of the third set. I don't remember exactly when it switched, but it was a high leverage situation mm-hmm. and FS1 was just like, OK, well, we're going to start baseball now. And it wasn't even the baseball game. It was the pregame. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't the game hadn't started yet. They were doing That's the pregame really coverage That's and they rough. were like, well, here you go. Here's the Diamondbacks. Like, what are yeah. you doing? I mean, I suppose they might make a, a ratings decision there that might, uh, the you know, the baseball game might get more ratings. But for pregame, that's really that's really a it's, rough look. It is idiotic. Yeah, I can uh, say that we don't have Fox Sports anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody makes their mistakes anyways, and uh, that did get uh, Husker Nation a little a little bit to rally against the TV network. But <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Uh, Nebraska moves on; they get the win. They're going to have plenty more uh, opportunities to play on national TV. Obviously, they're one of the bigger drives in women's volleyball, which is which is moving up, and I think in, in, as far as popularity around the nation. So hopefully, one day we definitely won't see one of the best, the the the, the highest attended a regular season volleyball game of all time mm-hmm. uh, have to move to another channel because of some regular season baseball pregame. We'll see how long, hopefully it stands uh, through the rest of this week because Wisconsin and Florida, again, two top 25 teams play at the Cole center, Wisconsin's basketball okay. arena later this week. So we'll see. I don't know how many tickets they've sold, but we'll, we'll see if they, I think that's another 17,000 uh, capacity arena. So we'll see if they fill theirs up or not. Oh really? So you, you th- you're you're guessing it might? Uh... I d- I don't know. Yeah, I w- we'll look, see. Wisconsin's a, Wisconsin's an amazing team. Again, they're the defending yeah. national champions, and Florida is another top twenty-five team. So we'll see what happens. Well, that would be shameful if that record didn't last for more than a week. But eh, Nebraska will beat it eventually. That's still impressive. Too, yeah, you know? they'll break it again. <laughs> Just challenge us a little bit more out there. <laughs> uh, let's take a quick break here on the Ticket Water. When we come back, uh, I've got uh, ten players to look out for on the Georgia Southern Eagles as you get ready for that game on Saturday. And And uh, maybe we'll round up the show by looking at some NFL football that's going to be played tonight. So that's all coming up next year on the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket. 